Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Jen. And I'm Al. And I was just dancing to the music in the background from the Great British Baking Show. You were, actually. <laughs> we have it super quietly, so you probably can't hear it at all. Besides when the music was just playing, maybe. <laughs> but I'm going to do the editing so you won't hear it anyway. Yeah. I, I'm even going to put the volume down even further, just yeah. in case. Just in case. But I was, I was actually dancing to it. So is there anything else going on? There has been literally no difference between the end of the last episode and the beginning of this one, for they were separated by 45 seconds. Yes. Oh, there was stuff I didn't tell you. So yesterday, Marianne and I hung out via mm. a, a Teams call, because we have work computers and we Teams, and that's what we did. Um, and we did one thing of Trivial Pursuit. Mm-hmm. The Harry Potter edition. Mm-hmm. And then we played like a puzzle game. Did you game. destroy her? Or? I did. Yeah. Okay. So I she started and she so the way that it's actually supposed to be done when you play it, if you're not Al and I, um, is you answer you you get you roll the die, you answer the question. For that color die, if you get it right, that card goes to the back, you roll again, and you answer another question for whatever color came up on the die. If you answer that second question correctly, you get the card. Mm -hmm. And then you go again. And it keeps going that way until you have six cards. Yes. So she started. She got the first one right. Mm. She got the second one right-ish. Yes. So I just let her have it. Yes. Because it was close enough. Um, and then she got the third one right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you have a card. Let's go to the next one. She just had no idea. Okay. And the question that she got wrong was, who was it that that Hermione attempted to change into in you Harry Potter? And the Ch- yes. And she's like, do we even see this character ever in the movie? I'm like, no. No, you don't. Not ever in the movie. No. In the book, we hear about her. Doesn't she get Hermione in like... A headlock. A headlock. While they're doing the yeah. Newland Club. Yeah. Um, but in the movie, she's not even there. She's literally just there so that Hermione turns into a cat. Yeah. Um, and then I got them all correct until like the fourth one. Where it asks, what position did Oliver Wood play on on the Quidditch team? Caper. And I said, he was the captain. Because in my head, <laughs> he was the captain. Yeah. I'm not wrong. That's not a position, However, that's his role. Technically, you're you're right. So I said, the captain, she's like, that. she said, the same thing you did. Mm-hmm. That's not his position. He's that, like, that's not a uh, a position that's just a role and i was like oh well then he's he's the keeper he's the one who stops everything yes and she's like okay you got it i was like no no i'm going to say that i did not get that 
because I I said he's the captain. Like in my technically, head, if you're on like a game show and you said that, you'd get it wrong. So. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I was wrong. And then the next we, question, we played it a little loose and whatever because right. we we're answering the entire card. Yes. But I was so. like, if we're answering, if we're going to play this the way that it needs to be played, and I gave a correct answer, but not the answer they were looking for, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to count it as, as correct. True. So then the next one, she just didn't know it. So then it went back to me and I got the rest of them. Okay. Um, but then I let her answer a few cards mm-hmm. just to... I didn't want her to feel like I annihilated her. <laughs> Even though... She's going to listen to this. Yes. Okay. I didn't want her to feel like... I, like, I wanted to... She may listen to this. She's going to listen to this. She may listen to She's this. She's going to listen to this. Okay, hold on. No, no, it's fine. Keep it going. It's okay. What you did isn't the wrong thing to do. Because you were still trying to have fun with your friend. Yes. I wanted us to be able to enjoy it for longer. Imagine this. Imagine a basketball player, like a professional basketball player. Playing a pickup game. You're not yeah, you're not gonna go full force because it's not fair. You guys still wanna have a back and forth. There still yeah. has to be some kind of fun to be out on both parties. So it's not like a wrong thing to do. And like yeah. we do the podcast, so we read the books, we we watch videos, we do theories, we like we, we bounce stuff off of each other all the time when it comes to Harry Potter. So like the fact that we know like, I wouldn't say as much as J.K. Rowling, but I wouldn't say we're far off. No, we're not far off. So, it's not an unfair thing to, to sort yeah. of take it easy and be stricter on yourself and, like, less strict on the person you're playing with. Because, like, you want both parties want to have fun. Yes. So, there you go. So, we had fun. And then we did... I saved you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to fix it, but, no. you know... Just keep it, keep it going. Yeah. So, no, I was going to fix what I was saying because I wanted it to be understood that it wasn't that I was giving her anything. It was that we were trying to enjoy ourselves. And it's hard to do that if it's done very quickly because I am, like, expert level knowledge of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. It's not fair with someone who is a casual enjoyer of the world, you know? True. Um. Like it's and, kind gate, of my and thing. gatekeeping is bad, okay? Exactly. So I'm not gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. I absolutely want her to, her and everybody in my life who isn't level 100 expert to enjoy it. Oh, I didn't see her results. What is she? Um, she's Gryffindor. Okay. She's Gryffindor, but like close second Slytherin. Okay. Um. According to the thing that I put in the group, yes. if you guys aren't in the group, please join the group. I actually posted a little link like, like, to like taking a quiz. a quiz. It's like twenty four questions. The questions are so season. obvious, though. Like, if, which yeah. way you answer? Are you looking for vengeance? I'm like, no, I'm not. I said yes. If you're wrong, do you look for vengeance? I'm like, yes, absolutely. I look for vengeance. But another question before that was like, if if someone apologizes, do you hold a grudge? And I said no. And that's true. If you apologize to me, we're back to even. If, but if you don't apologize to me, you wrong me. If you apologize, to it for me, it's difficult mm-hmm. because it kind of depends what. 
Yes, depending on what it is. If you apologize to me and you actually do the correct steps of an apology where you see what you did was wrong, admit that what you did was wrong, and actually say going forward, here are the steps I'm going to take to not do this wrong thing anymore mm-hmm. or to not wrong you anymore, mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, that's a genuine apology. I feel like it's good. We're fine. However... 90% of the time when people apologize, it's lip service. It's yep. not an actual apology. True. So I'm waiting to see if you're going to be a douche and do it again. Yep. Because logically speaking, I understand that the chances are pretty high that that's what's going to happen. So I'm not going to forgive and move on. I'm going to forgive, but be vigilant. Yep. So that's why I answered that one like the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, eh. well, that's why I got I got some Slytherin points because I was like, yes, vengeance, good. No, well, I said vengeance is not good. I don't want to. I don't want harm to befall the person who harmed me. Mm-hmm. I just want them to be better human beings. True, true. But, Which is probably why I got higher on Hufflepuff. Well, I got <laughs> I got. Gryffindor, obviously. I got Ravenclaw, and then obviously. super high Ravenclaw. It, there was okay. a 3% difference between them. Yeah, I got... Ravenclaw was like 82%, and Hufflepuff was 75%, and Gryffindor was 71%. Mm-hmm. So, like, there isn't a lot of difference between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff for me. Mm-hmm. And then Slytherin was like 21%. Yeah. Oh, that's that looks so good. Right? I'm going to make that. So anyway, Slytherin was 21%. My Slytherin was super low compared to everything else. Well, yours... No, your Slytherin was like 50%. Yeah, but it's 86, 83, 71, 56. Yeah. Like, there's a big difference between the yes. other three. Whereas my Slytherin is like 21. Yeah, well, it, well, one of them was like, if you could use counterfeit money and know that you could get away with it, would you do it? And I was like, yeah, I'm I mean... Like, no. At Walmart? Hell yeah, dude. I'm sorry. They're a billion dollar corporation. If I could use counterfeit money and get away with it 100%, I'm sorry, Walmart. Yeah. You're not getting my real 83% bit. Ravenclaw for me, 75% Hufflepuff, 71 Gryffindor, 21 Slytherin. And then mine. And yours was 88% Gryffindor, 83% Ravenclaw. So the 5% difference. 75% Hufflepuff, 54% Slytherin. Yeah. Like, you there's, were there's there, a big, babe. You were there. There's a big variance, I'm telling you, between the, the top three and the fourth. But it's okay. The boyfriend was 83% Gryffindor, so like right there with you. Mm-hmm. 33% Ravenclaw, 46% Hufflepuff, 58% Slytherin. I'm like, damn. He's a little bit of a snake in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he would definitely want vengeance. And he'd probably use the counterfeit money. I'm just saying, I know him. Listen, look, okay? People who are listening, <laughs> if you could use counterfeit money and get away with it, would you? Listen, if it if it's I if would. it's a, if it's a mom and pop shop, absolutely not. I want them to have legit I don't want them to have any issues when they go to banking or anything like that. But if it's Walmart, you don't even pay your employees a living wage. Go to hell. I'm going to use the counterfeit money. I'm buying the most expensive stuff. I don't even care. That's an 80-inch TV. Take it all. Take it all. <laughs> okay, okay. 
Okay. Sorry, I got. You got super excited. All of the things went up. <laughs> I got. I'm so. I was too crazy there. You got super crazy. But yeah, there was that. And then we, like I said, we played a puzzle game. So kind of like an escape room, but like obviously not in person because she's in Nevada and I'm in New Jersey. Yes. There's 3,000 miles between us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, the one that we played was the Enchanted Forest and it was so much fun. It was so much fun and we had such a good time because both of us excel at different things. So like... She had the little time, the little t- time turner, really. She had the little wheel turner thingy the, to decode stuff. And I was able to notice patterns on certain things. And she was able to no- notice patterns on certain things. So we were able to do it. And I was telling the boyfriend about it last night because he was like, yeah, I totally want you to have fun and we'll talk about it later. And I was telling him and he's like, there's actually one where you can solve or try to solve um, actual cases. It's called Hunt a Killer. And I kind of want to do that. <laughs> okay. But I'd want to do it like a like a murder mystery dinner kind of thing. Where I have we have a dinner party and part of the dinner party is trying to find the killer. That's a uncommon but th- something that people actually do. I know and I want to. <laughs> okay. But that's just me being weird. True. Because I am fascinated by things like that. But that's the psychologist. That, okay, whatever. Anyway, you know what else is fascinating? Do you know? Mm. Harry Potter. True. That's why we love it. And and you know how you can enjoy Harry Potter with us? If you like, follow, subscribe. Like, follow, subscribe on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Listen to us wherever you want to listen to us. We love you, thank you. And that let's one. continue. Mm-hmm. Look at that. It was only a couple seconds. Episode 23. <laughs> episode 28, if you're counting all of the bonus episodes. We're not. Well, too late. I just That's just the way that I write it in there. We literally <laughs> talk and we're like, hey, this is a part because this doesn't have anything to do with the, the actual main series at the moment. This is just extra stuff. And you go, okay, but I don't care. Because <laughs> I forget. Oh my anyway, goodness. moving on. Send help, please. Stop. So this is Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Chapter 22, The Unexpected Task. Oh, recap <laughs> the last episode. Go. Dobby is in Hogwarts again. <gasps> and the last time, but he, he almost killed now. Harry. He's getting paid to almost kill Harry. No. No. So, <laughs> so Dobby's back. Winky's back. We met her earlier on. Much earlier on. It, it feels like 5,000 years ago that we met Winky. But it was literally for them a couple of months. Yes. Because okay. it happened in what? August? So, yeah. And we are in November. Mm-hmm. So Three or four months difference. How we want to look October, at it. October, November. Three. Like three or four, depending yeah. on how you look at it, depending on August and like when in November. Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Well, it was the end of August because then they end up going to school shortly thereafter. You're right. So, end of August, end Well, of middle November. of August because then they... No, endish of August. Endish okay. of August, endish of November. So, November, October, November, three months. I don't need to always be right. I'm just saying. Continue. 
I guess I'm going to continue. No, I'm going to continue. Give me a second. Got you some Okay, so in Transfigure, uh, after the whole shenanigans in the kitchen. They go back to going to school and yes, stuff. Because they're actually still in school. Don't forget, Hogwarts is a school. <laughs> Even though when Harry goes there, he almost dies every single year. Every you would think, single year. You would think that it's like almost like an exile. Exile from like some, some <laughs> in a fantasy book to where things try to kill you because Harry is almost dead every time. Okay. Anyway, he almost lost his soul last year. Anyway, in transfiguration <laughs> class. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Professor McGonagall announces that as part of the tournament, there will be a Yule Ball. Which What's a Yule Ball? You just yelled that. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I just got so excited because of the Yule okay, Ball. Okay, here's, here's some water. Have some water. <laughs> okay. I don't want your water. Okay, have a new water. I bet I have water right here. Oh my goodness, then just drink your water. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you five seconds. Everyone, take a sip of water. You get five seconds. Okay. So what's a Yule ball? There it is. It's a dance at or around Christmas time that is like Christmassy themed, mm-hmm. and it's also just supposed to be a, a get together, social gathering for fun. Can't have those. No Yule balls. Darn it! Why not? <laughs> Okay. No Yule Balls. Darn. COVID-19. Yes. Messing yes. with our Yule Balls. Well, we would have had to have had it a few weeks ago, and we didn't. So Because it's True. actually happening on December 25th. Yes. On Christmas Day. Yes. So, um, afterwards, she takes Harry aside and says that the champions and their partners should traditionally open the first dance. And he's, he's like, like... Wait, what? Partner? She's like, yes, your partner, Potter. And he's like, but I don't dance. She's like, you do now. Yeah. Wow. Magically, you learned. <laughs> and he's like, no. Hold on. I have to read it. I have to because it made me laugh so hard. Um, uh, Potter, a word if you please. Assuming this had something to do with his headless rubber haddock. Okay. Because he, they were playing in the back of the room with the wands, the trick wands that the that the twins made. And one of them was a fish and the other one was something else. So anyway, um, Professor McGonagall waited till the rest of the class had gone and then said, Potter, the champions and their partners, what partners, <laughs> said Harry. Professor McGonagall looked suspiciously at him as though she thought he was trying to be funny. Your partners for the Yule Ball, Potter, she said coldly. Your dance partners. Harry's inside seemed to curl up and shrivel. Dance partners? <laughs> he felt himself going red. I don't dance, he said quickly. Oh, yes, you do, said McGonagall, said Professor McGonagall irritably. That's what I'm telling you. Traditionally, the champions and their partners opened the ball. Harry had a sudden mental image of himself in a top hat and tails, accompanied by a girl in the sort of frilly dress Aunt Petunia always wore to Uncle Vernon's work parties. I'm not dancing, he said. It is traditional, said Professor McGonagall firmly. You are a Hogwarts champion, and you will do what is expected of you as a representative of the school. Make sure you get yourself a partner, Potter. But I don't. You heard me, Potter, said Professor McGonagall in a very final sort of way. Yeah. He's like, but I don't. She's like, I don't care. Yep. (laughs) He's like, sucks for you. I don't care. 
So the ball is now only one month away. Harry wants to invite Cho Chang, but is lacking the confidence to ask her. He's She's actually the first person he thinks of. Yep. When he's like, I have to have a partner. I would love for Cho to be my partner. She's so pretty, and she's such a great Quidditch player. That's what it says in the book. She's so pretty, and she's such a great Quidditch player. He has his priorities in check. Yes. Unfortunately, he is also unable to ever find her alone. And he wonders why girls travel in packs. Well, because when Hermione went to the bathroom by herself the one time, yeah. a troll almost killed her. There you go. So there it is. There it no. is, Harry. Why does he not remember? It only happened three years ago. Um, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm girls sorry, are like wrong. wolves. It's fine. So, Ron is also having difficulty finding a date, but is surprised that Harry's having trouble. He is a champion, after all. But he actually says... Um, that he remembers something that Hermione said to him in the library one of those times that they were there, trying to figure out how to beat dragons. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, look, there's Crumb. You know, those girl- these girls are all going to come in here, and you know they're only interested in him because he's famous. Harry's like, they're only interested in me because I'm famous, because I- I'm a champion and I've beat a dragon. Come on, y'all. So that's that's the reasoning behind him having trouble. I will continue now. So soon girls start inviting him. Yep, including a fifth year who is significantly taller than him. Well, it starts with a third year, Hufflepuff, that he had never even met before. And immediately he's like, no, before he even thinks about it. And, like, she's pretty, so he could have said yes. But... It just happened like this. And then right afterwards, a second year to his horror and the fifth year who's a foot taller than him. And he, he, Ron's like, she was pretty. You could have said yes. And he said, she's a foot taller than me. How would that have looked when we were dancing together? And no offense to anyone who has a height difference in a relationship. Because there are a lot of women who like to date shorter men, and shorter men who like to date taller women, and men shorter men who like to date taller men, and, sh- and shorter women who like to yes. date taller women. I'm being inclusive. However, I don't like that. Yeah. For myself. Yeah. For me, and I, I'm not saying that. Okay. So my mom and I have actually had this conversation. Because our mom is single. Mm-hmm. Um, our parents have a great re- relationship. They're very friendly towards one another. Mm-hmm. However, they are no longer together. Yes. Our mother is very adamant that she would never, ever, 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 ever date anyone who is her height or shorter. Yes. Because ill gross. Yes. Those are her words, not mine. Yes. And I have said to her, Mom, have you tried? And she's like, oh, no, why? And I'm like, well, because you can't say you don't like something if you haven't tried. And then she looks at me, she looked at me in horror and said, you dated somebody who was shorter than you? (laughs) And I said, well, dated is a strong word. Um, Like we weren't in a relationship, but I did go on a couple of dates with a many years ago. I'm going to say like 10 years ago. With a gentleman who was smart and funny and nice, 
who was a good four inches shorter than me. And nah, nope, couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I tried, it didn't work. For the same reasons that Harry kind of brings up. Like, uh, it was just, what would it look, what did it look like? In my head, it just looked weird and he's, I couldn't get over it. He's a 14 year old. Yes. And so it makes sense that, like, it makes sense that he wants to not look down at someone. It's not the point. Is to, like, have a similar stature. Over one foot or one foot taller is, like, a big difference. Yes. So that's all it is. Like, you can have your preferences in, like, people who are taller than you or shorter than you or the same height or what have you. But, like, you know, that's just how he feels. And he's a teenager. Like, yes. it's okay to feel self-conscious about stuff like that. Yes. We're not going to say that he's shallow or anything like that because he's not. He's a teenager and he's telling you, nah, I'm not into it. For goodness sake. He likes somebody who's older than him and is probably as good of a Quidditch player, if not better than him. Just saying. Yeah. Moving on. Yes. Um, so Harry, hoping to find the strength to ask Cho, turns them all down, though he muses that he has been a, a bit abrupt with some of them, possibly out of surprise at being asked, which we've mentioned already, yes. with a third-year uh, Hufflepuff girl. Otherwise, life is life in general seems a bit easier. There are fewer support Cedric degree buttons visible now, and fewer people are laughing at Draco's repetitive slurs. Because he keeps quoting Rita Skeeter's article mm-hmm. in class, and... Harry's like, oh, come off it. Like, like, Malfoy wow, wow, you're, you're so, you're so, like, unique and interesting, Malfoy, wow. Yeah, and there are less people paying attention to Malfoy. Yep. Harry suspects Cedric told his supporters to lay off him, which sounds, like, fairly consistent with how we know Cedric is. So I actually talked to the boyfriend about this mm-hmm. today, and they said, in my head, I've always thought that Cedric is the quintessential like, Hufflepuff. Yeah. He's a hard worker. He is loyal to his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he believes in fairness. Mm-hmm. Like, Harry found out what was happening in the task, and Harry, being Harry, let him know. Because he didn't want Cedric to be surprised and to be taken off guard and potentially get hurt by not having a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense that Cedric in this situation would then be like, lay off him. Like, yeah. he, he had to, regardless of how he got into the competition, he's still in the competition and he faced a dragon just like I did. Yep. Like, like respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, did you face a dragon? No. Then you sit down. Take several seats. As many for a dragon. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm like, to me, he's a good example of what a Hufflepuff should be. And then once we finally got uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beast somewhere to find them, mm-hmm. Newt Scamander is also a very good example of what a Hufflepuff should be. Yep. But again, Newt also has other things. Like, I, I'm pretty sure he's on the spectrum somewhere. But, the autism spectrum somewhere. Yes. But, and that's great. 
That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's those things that make him good at dealing with fantastic beasts. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yes, anyway. Uh, Rita Skeeter's story about Hagrid has not yet appeared in the Daily Prophet. But during their next uh, Care of Magical Creatures class, Hermione asked Hagrid how the interview with Skeeter went. Hagrid says that she mostly asked about Harry, wanting to know negative things about him. What is is he trying to showboat in class? Does he is he rude to you? Like, what kind of a person is he? Yeah. And Hagrid's like, he's wonderful. He does really great in class. He's always really helpful. Uh, um, and she, she's him. not happy with that. She no, she's not that. happy with that at all. And she's like, he's like, I don't know what I didn't know what else to tell her. Mm-hmm. So Ron speculates that she is looking for a new angle to her Harry stories. Instead of painting him as a hero, painting him as a sort of delinquent almost. Well, yeah, and Harry's like, yeah, you can't keep selling papers if you keep saying I'm a hero. Yep. Ron asks if Hagrid is coming to the ball, and he responds that he intends to drop by for at least a short while. Well, yeah, it's a ball, and how often do they happen? How often does the Triwizard Tournament happen at Hogwarts? Never. Never. (laughs) Not anymore. So, why wouldn't he want to go? Yep. The week before the Yule Ball is rather tumultuous. Many teachers, including Professor Flitwick, have stopped teaching classes. Though Professor Binns continues to plow through the Goblin Rebellions, and Professor Snape schedules a test on antidotes for the last day of class. Of course he does. Yes. Because that's Snape for you. Like, there's going to be fun and frivolity later? No. Not until the very last moment. Not if I can help it. Mm-hmm. Hermione scolds Harry for neglecting... Um, the riddle on the egg, the golden egg that he has, because, Mm -hmm. hello, you need as much time as possible to try to figure it out. We barely figured out what to do with the, the dragon. But Harry lazily brushes her off, insisting there's still plenty of time. I mean, technically, yeah, he's got two months. He's still got time. Um... Hermione warns that it could take weeks to figure it out, and he looked. He will look foolish if he is the only champion who has failed to solve it. And mm-hmm. Harry's like, come off it, Hermione. Anyway. Um, and then that's when the twins show up, and they're like, um, hey, Ron, can we borrow Pigwidgeon? Yes. Ron refuses uh, because Pigwidgeon is still actually out delivering a letter to Sirius. Um, but he doesn't say that. He's like... He's he doesn't already, say it. He's he just already out with a letter. Yep. Uh, then Fred asks who is who he is taking to the ball. Well, hold on. Before then he asks does that, Fred. Before Fred. he does that, he's like, why? Why do you want pig? Um, I think it's funny. I have to find it the way that it, it says it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it is hilarious. The line's actually so funny. Hold yeah. on. Let me see if I can find it for you. Ron, can we borrow Pigwidgeon? Um, George asked. No, he's off delivering a letter. Why? Because George wants to invite him to the ball, <laughs> said Fred sarcastically. Because we want to send a letter, you stupid great prat, said George. <laughs> Who do you two keep writing to, eh? Said Ron. No doubt, Ron, or I'll burn that for you too, said Fred, waving his hand threateningly. So, you lot got dates for the ball yet? And that's where we're at, where Fred is like, hey, who are you taking to the ball? Yep. 
Um, Fred responds he's going with Angelina Johnson. And, and Ron is like, have you asked her yet? And he's like, oh, wait, no, I haven't. <laughs> Oi, Angelina, you want to go to the ball with me? And she's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fred and George then take off to get a school owl instead. Yeah. On the I last. I think it's funny. That's literally what it says. Oi, Angelina. What? She called back. Want to come to the ball with me? And she looks at him in an appraising way. All right, then. <laughs> that was it. I also, I like it in both ways. In the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. Because he does, like, the whole, like, like pantheon in... where he's like, he's like, he's like. Yeah, cause they're, <laughs> because they're in, like, a study hall kind of thing. Yeah. So they can't really talk. So he's pantomiming. And she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's like, so funny. Oh, my God. Oh. On the Again, last day of. We're, mm-hmm. We don't. Crap on the movies. No, there there are good things in the movies. There are good things in the movies, and that's actually one difference where I'm like, all right, I like it. It's there, fine. There, it's an easier way to get into the fan, into the into the the franchise, into the fandom, into the lore of Harry Potter. They stand apart, but they complement each other in different ways. And so, like, you can enjoy the movies and still be a Harry Potter fan. Like, if someone gay keeps that, like, I'm sorry, but like, go away. Yeah. If it weren't for the movies, the series, the series, the franchise wouldn't be as big as it is. Yes. Period. So because who do you think of when you imagine Harry Potter in your head? You Daniel imagine Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah, exactly. So on the last day of term, Harry and Ron are still without Yule Ball dates. They decide to just grit their teeth and do it. Harry's concentration is shot, and he misses a crucial ingredient in his antidote potion: a bezoar. Oh, uh, a bezoar. Yeah, there you go. And receives bottom marks. Uh, running off, he finds Cho coming from class and asks her for a private word. And of course, she's with her gaggle of friends, and, and all they like, all giggle. And yes. he's like, "I think girls giggling should be outlawed." Yes, <laughs> I agree. Nervous, awkward, and barely coherent, he invites her to the ball. Hold on, hold on, because we have to go over this. It it actually says, "Wanna go ball with me?" Like, that's the way he said it. And she was like, sorry? Do you, do you, do you want to go to the ball with me? Yep. Yes. I'm looking for a minute. And, and she says, oh, oh, Harry, I'm really sorry. I've already said I'll go with someone else. Oh, said Harry. It was odd. A moment before, his insides had been writhing like snakes, but suddenly he didn't seem to have any insides at all. Oh, okay, he said. No problem. I'm really sorry, she said again. That's okay. Well, and they're both staring there looking at each other. And he said, yeah, well, bye, said Cho, still very red. She walked away. Harry called after her before he could stop himself. Who are you going with? Oh, Cedric, she said. Cedric Diggory. Yep. Uh, oh, right, said <laughs> Anyway. Utterly defeated, Harry skips dinner and returns to the Gryffindor common room. There, he finds Ron looking as bad as he feels. Ginny says that Ron had just asked Fleur de la Cour, who, who did not even bother to respond. So, I don't think she necessarily had no. an option, a time to respond. So he goes up to her and says, would you like to go to the, the ball with me? However he says it, because we don't know exactly how he said it. And she looked at him with disgust. And he ran away. 
So did she even have an opportunity to say the words, no, what? I don't want to go to the ball? What if she was just, like, annoyed that someone had waited so long, like, as if she was the last choice? Yes. That's probably it's a week what it, before the ball. That's probably what it is. And Harry actually says to her, Ron, it's not your fart. Oh, your fart, really? <laughs> <laughs> And I like that that's the noise you made. <laughs> um, Ron, it's not your fault. She is actually part Vila. Her grandma is a Vila, was a Vila. You were right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. So he see, Ron, Her- Harry did remember to tell Ron. Yes, there you go. It just happened a little while later. Have you seen Queen's Gambit on mm-hmm. Netflix? No. You should... Surely watch it because the actor for Dudley number one is in it, and okay. number two, the show is absolutely incredible. Okay. Because you mentioning that Harry, oh yeah, Harry did remember to tell him, mm-hmm. sparked a memory from that show. We just finished it last night, which is like a thing. Anyway, okay. Sorry, it was no, no, no. It's fine. Um, so. So Jenny says that Ron had just yeah. yeah, yeah. Harry tells Ron uh, she was probably, uh, Harry tells Ron she was probably trying to get Cedric to invite her, and then Cedric is, but Cedric is going with Cho. Yeah, because he just found out, and Jenny's like, "Oh yeah, of course," and he's like, "Well, I just found out." <laughs> Ron says that Neville asked Hermione and was turned down. So Neville asked Hermione because Hermione's always helping him in potions and stuff. And he's like, well, it makes sense. And he kind of did it because he was like, well, maybe nobody asked her and let's go together. And um, Hermione turned him down. Um, saying that she had, been invited that she had already been invited. And Ron suggests that if he and Harry aren't able to find any girls other than trolls then they can always ask Hermione and Ginny to go. And that's when Hermione comes in and she's like, really, trolls? What are you talking about? And she's like, well, you could always ask Eloise Midgen. Well, they mentioned it earlier. Eloise Midgen. And he's like, no. And she's like, hey, her acne is clearing up. Yeah. And he's like, no, her nose is off-center. If you, this, <laughs> okay, they definitely feel like high school kids almost like. Yeah. But like it's so cringy as an adult. It's so cringy as an adult reading these kind of assessments. Like, no, her nose is kindly of a little bit off center. I can't a, a ball with a girl with an off center nose. <laughs> like, I'm just like, can you shut up? <laughs> like this. Yeah. This is like watching the first episode of The Office when they fake fire Pam, and I'm like, oh, this is so cringy. Stop. Yeah. So then he's like. Well, Hermione, you're a girl. And she's like, yeah, thanks for noticing. And that was in the movie, too. Yes. Um, And she's like, well, I can't go with you anyway because someone has asked me and I'm going with them. Mm -hmm. And he's like, come off it. You just said that to Neville to to stop it, to like to to let him off easy. And she's like, just because you haven't noticed. Yeah. Just because you haven't noticed until now doesn't mean other people haven't. I'm leaving. Yep. So she leaves. And then Ron's like, well, Jenny, you're going to have to go with Harry, and I guess I'll figure. She's like, no, I'm not. Because... Well, she, she she's not, like, 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 she's not angry like her mind. She's actually kind of, like, like, like a little she downcast. She actually blushes. Yeah. And she starts looking down. And she's like, uh, actually, I'm already going. 
um, when Hermione turned him down, Neville asked me, mm. and I'm a third year, so there was really no other way for, for me, me to go. go so, so I said, yeah. yeah. And she leaves downcast. Yep. Um, Harry sees Pravardi Patil and Lavender Brown come in. I told you it was Pravardi. Yes. Harry, now somewhat desperate, invites Pavardi. She accepts. He also asks Lavender if she will go with Ron, but she has already gone with Seamus. And she gets real red and yes. giggly because that's who Lavender is. Yes. Pavardi says her sister Padma. Continue with her. Yeah. So he, that I was actually going to say that. Mm-hmm. Pavardi says maybe her sister Padma, who doesn't have a date yet, might want to go. And he, Harry's like, yeah, can you please ask her and let me know as soon as possible? Mm-hmm. And I have to, I have to say that. Harry's like, hmm, okay. mule ball Harry or dragon tried. number no two? No idea. So what about Ron? Well, said pa- Pavardi slowly, I suppose my sister might. Padma, you know, in Ravenclaw. I'll ask her if you like. Yeah, that would be great, said Harry. Let me know, will you? And he went back over to Ron, feeling that this ball was a lot more trouble than it was worth, and hoping very much that Padma Patil's nose was dead center. Jeez. <laughs> I can't. Literally cannot. Please let her nose be dead center, because otherwise we are screwed. Yep. <laughs> but so. that's that. Do you know when I was in high school, um, my my date to the first semi formal, I was fourteen years old. Mm-hmm. My date was our one of our older sister's friends, who was a couple of years younger than her. Mm. So he was 19, and I was 14. And he... I was just so excited to have a date. Mm-hmm. And he was just doing our sister a favor. And we ended up having a really great time just talking and hanging out. But, like, I kind of had a little crush on him. And I was 14 years old and acted like a big old dummy because I had a little crush on him. Until I realized, he's 19 years old. That's weird. Yeah. And let me just have a good time because he's my sister's friend. So it's entirely possible he could be friendly with me, too. Mm -hmm. And that was when we ended up having a really good time. But I'm I'm equating that to this whole Yule Ball thing. Like, I went to an all-girls school, so it was hard for us to find dates because we had to ask people outside of school anyway. But could you imagine having to ask someone and then then and then them saying no and you seeing them every day? Yeah. Like ouch. Very ouch. Yes. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Oh my goodness. I don't because I have a boyfriend who's amazing. Oh my god. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I literally <laughs> threw up in my head. Okay, so that's that. That's that. The Yule Ball's coming in a week. We gonna dance. There's gonna be music. Boom, 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 boom. No? End the episode. End it now. End it now. <laughs> End it. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. Why can't you just let me dance? No. 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 I can dance if I want to. Bye. <laughs>